companies in every industry at every level of experience and in every single business function have some needs okay now there are two types of needs they can have they can have ordinary needs okay those are the ones that you see on a job description and then each one has extraordinary needs these are needs that go beyond the job description right so if you do not know how to evaluate these extraordinary needs then you don't really have a career roadmap in that company then it's just a job your career is like a living breathing organism and building great careers requires nurturing them with strategic guidance hi my name is savan kapoor and i'm india's leading career coach also known as the career guy welcome to the career headquarters comprehensive career podcast on the internet where i will bring you groundbreaking insights on everything career related whether you are seeking a career abroad or wanting to switch industries whether you are entry level or a mid career professional or a senior leader i have seen it all as an award winning ceo of one of the largest and most profitable beverage alcohol companies my career spanned three continents multiple industries and provided me with an accelerated road map to the very top so if you want to build an exceptional career and 3x your paycheck this podcast is for you Welcome to another episode of Career Headquarters, the most comprehensive career podcast. Hi, Savan. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good as well. Good. What are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. So today's topic is an interesting one, mm. and it's full of practical insights. Mm. Uh, so working professionals are very busy people, and uh, they often struggle with finding an alternate job, a better opportunity, while they are already working. Mm. And this is what we're talking about today. So how can one find a great job while one is already working in a full time capacity so ready yeah absolutely <laughs> i was thrown off by that question okay. that i was trying to understand if that was your question <laughs> okay okay so the first question is why do people start looking for a new opportunity in the first place now we know that no situation is absolutely perfect uh, but attrition is a huge problem in the corporate space uh, so from a candidate's perspective or from a working professional's perspective why do people seek an alternate job well i think uh, at a very basic level fundamentally you know why do we do anything we, we either to avoid a pain or to gain some kind of a benefit but uh, to answer it more specifically in the context of a working professional you know somebody who is already employed and then is wanting to look for another opportunity uh see you you have to 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 answer this you have to understand the the three sides of the career coin mm-hmm. so uh you know if you look at uh, the heads side of the coin let's say that represents your salary your remuneration or your ctc the benefits the perks the insurances the the you know everything that you get that can be financially quantified from uh, a, a a job or a position or a role that you hold so that's the heads uh similarly if you look look at the tail sides of the coin uh that will represent your professional satisfaction okay so the meaning that you derive from the work that you do the contribution that you 
you make and how you are appreciated or recognized for it or you know how that creates further progress or opportunity in your life so mm -hmm. this is all about your fulfillment mm -hmm. and uh, beyond these two sides of the coin there is an edge to the coin right so this edge to the coin is the third side of your career coin and this represents your work life balance okay so uh, how much quality time are you able to get uh, by virtue of what you do and where you work uh, outside the office mm. because if you are able to recharge yourself and attend to your life then you are more productive when you are inside the office um, so you know work life balance is an important aspect of you know any working professional's life and um, you know uh, it goes back to the culture of a company right do they value uh, you know you in that capacity where they understand that your work is a part of your life and not the other way around right so uh, once you understand these three sides to your career then uh, you know the the idea is that uh, if they experience any dissatisfaction on uh, either one or more of these sides this is what what will make them look at alternative opportunities right, right? Hmm. Uh, so uh, they may want to improve these areas have that ambition to want to grow in you know these these three areas so it's not just that you are dissatisfied with these areas but also that you may want to seek alternatives because you want to improve these areas right um, so I would say that these are primarily the reasons why you know people will start to look for another opportunity while they are employed um, in, in, in a position already. Okay. And uh, what are the pain points associated with these three sides of the career coin? Hmm. Uh, well, um, see the first one I think is quite straightforward. So if you're looking at uh, salary or CTC, which is the head side of the career coin, then if someone feels underpaid, uh, then they will begin to, to seek to remedy that situation. Or uh, if one is ambitious and wants to grow the, the financial aspect of what they receive from employment, then they will start to look for alternative opportunities. So that one I think is pretty straightforward. Uh, the second one is your professional satisfaction now uh, or dissatisfaction, mm. right? So if you are underappreciated or you're unrecognized at work, that could be a pain point in that area. You're not being given the credit that you feel is due to you. You know, you're not being recognized for the contributions or the value that uh, you bring to your workplace. Um, you could be underemployed. That could be another pain point. So uh, you don't get to use your strengths, your capabilities, your talent, uh, your knowledge um, in, in the performance of your everyday job and your responsibilities. Um, and you feel that, you know, uh, you're disengaged because you're not getting to use the best of what you have to do what it is that, you know, uh, you're, you're expected to, to deliver. Uh, another point uh, of dissatisfaction could come from being in a misaligned career, okay? So you landed up choosing a career because of some kind of societal pressure or parental pressure or peer pressure or you just didn't know enough about yourself 
because that kind of development does not typically take place at the time one is emerging from higher education and coming into the world of work um, because it's not taught by the formal system of education. So, you know, you landed up making a career choice because of, you know, that was a particular thing that was trending or it was hot uh, at that moment and you felt that this will offer a wonderful career and you landed up jumping into that field or that function or that industry and a few years in you realize that this is not really something for you right so you begin to want to look elsewhere and you start thinking about switching either your function or your industry or you know the career choice that you have made um, Another reason for dissatisfaction could be that you're working in an inappropriate culture. Your career has been a victim of politics. I think one of the biggest problems in India Inc. today, in the corporate world or in the in the employ the world of employees today, is that a lot of people, unfortunately, are reporting to individuals who have authority and influence over their career, but they have not themselves developed the leadership skills to uh, you know lead others and uh, in in times of difficulty or in times of stress or an increased workload or you know uh, when things go wrong these uh, supervisors they land up insulting the subordinate they land up screaming or handling the situation in an inappropriate manner and when you treat somebody like that when you belittle somebody then you know their ears will close down whatever you have to say will go over their head. At that point, it's not constructive criticism. It's just criticism. Um, so, uh, and there are, unfortunately, these power games get played in an office environment where, you know, people can act territorial. Um, they can act with, you know, uh, distrust, uh, you know, talk only about what is needed, do the bare minimum, uh, to stay employed. So, you know, if politics and such things are at play where intention is not clear, uh, motive is not clear, um, and you, you can very quickly become very dissatisfied or uh, very alienated or lost in such an environment. So that could be another reason why, you know, people seek a change. Um, another reason that comes to mind is that you may have some black spot in your career history. There may be some problem uh, that has come to the forefront and you don't know how to explain it or tackle it or deal with it. So, um, you know, you may have been fired. Uh, you may have done a lot of job hopping. Uh, you may have a rising age now and you feel that you better make a change before, you know, it. it because you're not going to be any younger tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, you want to get the right opportunity. And a lot of people, you know, they experience a pay jump when they change careers. So, but it's a very unsustainable way. Yes. Uh, because it paints a very clear pattern uh, of instability on your resume. See, if you have uh, 10 years of experience and you've changed, you know, maybe five, six jobs, then the average tenure in every position is about a couple years. Mm. So it's very clear that every two years you are going to need a change. Something in you has not developed to the point where you know how to last, right? Uh, the situation is greater than what you are able to solve and you run from that situation. Um, so, uh, you know, this, this would be the, the points related to the tail side. 
which is your professional satisfaction. Uh, then with regard to your work-life balance, yes, very clearly if you are overworked. And we saw a lot of that in the pandemic, you know, where the commute was cut out and people were, uh, you know, spending much more time behind their desk. Um, and in such a situation, you know, mental stress and pressure and uh, it, it just went through the roof, especially given what was happening in the larger context. Uh, so being overworked uh, and now, you know, the way it has evolved is a lot of people want a hybrid arrangement. They want that flexibility. Um, and there are two sides to the argument, you know, the, the flexibility is one side to the argument where, you know, people are able to better attend to their uh, home life as well as their work life. And the other side is it dilutes the culture of the organization, right? And not being available in person does have limitations and constraints. Uh, you know, work slows down. You try to do something technical over Zoom, like explain an architectural drawing, you know, or a product drawing or something. It's just, it's not as easy as when you're sitting across the table from someone. Um, so this hybrid remote arrangement that a lot of people are now seeking, it's not possible in all types of industries and it may not be possible for all types of cultures. Um, and then of course the, the mental stress and the emotional stress that, uh, you know, uh, came about has become such a more, so much more an important topic, uh, again, related to your work-life balance. So uh, I would say these are some of the major pain points associated with these three different areas. All right. Uh, so Savan, how exactly can a working professional uh, look for a new opportunity while they're already working a full-time job? Yeah, that's the $64 million question, yes. right? Um, see, the challenge in such a situation is time. Hmm. Time is the fundamental challenge in such a situation. So. The question you need to ask yourself is, do you have a practical plan, hmm. right? Uh, unfortunately, the way it works is, uh, you know, it's kind of like arranged marriages. Uh, the one that shows up is the one that you typically say yes to, right? So the job that is showing up in your life or the opportunity that lands up coming up is the one that you say yes to. And again, because this, you know, learning how to evaluate the culture of a company before joining them, learning if you are going to be able to make true contributions because of the totality of who you are. Because this is not taught in the formal system of education, a lot of people continue to stay stuck in that pattern of job hopping because they take up the job that has come their way and then they realize this is not the right job for them because they don't know how to screen for it before, right? So, um, see, uh, learning to get the right opportunity means that you understand how to evaluate two very critical things. The, the first thing is, can you solve the problems of the organization, right? So, uh, this is a question of competence. Hmm. Your skills, your talents, your education, knowledge. your experiences, your knowledge, your personal qualities, are they aligned to be able to solve the, the need of the hour, what you're going to be measured on, what your performance and success will be measured on? This is one area. The second area is, do you want to solve the problems of the com company, right? So wanting to solve means that you know, you're engaged from your head and your heart, with your head and your heart. 
and that means you must enjoy what you do right and in the environment that you're doing it in so this is truly a question of culture because you cannot be in a job where you love the salary and you hate the job or you love the job and you hate the salary because that will be unsustainable in the long term mm. uh, you must respect and like the people that you work with because in your life you choose who your friends are right you want to uh, have an association with somebody you've met socially that's you know entirely up to uh, you know uh, an individual's prerogative but who you work with is not something that's up to you because the company that you will join you know there are people with defined personalities that already work there there is uh you know an existing uh set of conditions that are prevailing there already um and you know there is a value system uh some core values that that company already has so uh you know it, it's very important to understand this now i can tell you with regard to the first uh area that you need to evaluate the the competence side you need to understand how to look beyond the job description right so companies in every industry at every level of experience and in every single business function have some needs okay now there are two types of needs they can have they can have ordinary needs okay those are the ones that you see on a job description mm. and then each one has extraordinary needs these are needs that go beyond the job description right so if you do not know how to evaluate these extraordinary needs then you don't really have a career road map in that company then it's just a job okay yes um and that is what you have to understand are you aligned with those extraordinary needs and to uncover those extraordinary needs you need to do the right research on the company okay so you will look at their financial statements you look at trends and drivers in the in the industry you look at the value chain and where within the value chain of the industry you are participating you're going to look at uh, market research to understand what is the feedback from you know the market uh, on that product or service or industry uh, and then you also look at competitive factors because brands are going to compete on the basis of price quality and service so yeah. it could be any industry you could look at the it industry bpos you could look at fmcg you could look at aviation you could look at healthcare you could look at banking other professional services academics education construction real estate oil gas metals minerals uh, mining uh, you know uh, media entertainment any industry you look at okay um, you are going to have these extraordinary needs and that is what needs to be figured out uh, and they exist at entry level they exist at the mid stage of your career and they exist at senior leadership positions so uh, you can only answer this question are you aligned uh, will you be able to create a career road map there if you do this research uh, so that's one uh, and to answer the second question you know uh, to understand the true ground reality of an organization you need to create the right context okay because that is private information okay this first information is available in the public domain you can get the financial statements of a company but you know you can't you can't get this access to this private information with regard to 
what is the true ground reality of their culture. Uh, and if you position yourself as a job seeker, this information is not going to flow to you. Because as a job seeker, you are marketing yourself to the company. So you are also going to put your best foot forward. Because there is an outcome that is dear to you. You want to secure that position, right? Uh, similarly, the company also wants to attract the best talent in the marketplace. So therefore, they are also going to market themselves to you. So they will also put their best foot forward. Thereby, you will not be able to understand the true ground reality of the culture of the company. And that is something that you'll only come to know after you start working for them. And by then, it could be too late. You know, you could feel trapped. Uh, so there is a context that needs to be created, okay, uh, where that information flows to you. So it's very important to make these two evaluations, you know, before you decide to take up the job. Because when you make these two evaluations, you understand how relevant are you to the role um, and will you fit within that unique culture, right? And then what kind of a career roadmap does that opportunity truly offer you? If you have answers to these three questions, then you're coming from a place of education. You know, you're much better informed. You can quantify how successful you will be in that role. Um, and I think that's, that's very important to do before you make such a major decision. Because, you know, this is really going to drive the economic engine of your life. Uh, most people are working because they want to improve the quality of life for the people who are dependent on them. Um, and thereby, this is not a decision that should be treated lightly. You know, it's not, learning this is not optional anymore, right? It's a necessary skill. And it's not addressed in the formal system of education. That's, you know, the formal system of education gives us subject matter expertise. Mm. Uh, it doesn't teach us how to walk this job search and application journey in a method where we can then use that subject matter expertise to, you know, earn a living. So, so how exactly can one do this? How can one learn how to uncover the extraordinary needs of an organization uh, that go beyond the job description? And how can one understand the reality of the culture in the organization before they join? So, uh, I would suggest come and attend our masterclass. And if you go to our website, which is savankapoor.com, S-A-W-A-N-K-A-P-O-O-R.com, then, you know, you, you will be able to register for that, that session <laughs> and you'll be able to come and understand the framework that we use to do this. Because, see, this came from my own um, career experiences and my own pain as an employee. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the job search and application journey, the job search and application process, it's a process that has been designed by employers for employers, right? So candidates compete and the companies win, right? You have one open position and hundreds of applications. One person will get selected and everybody else will have to face rejection, right? So uh, going through that process myself, I felt very helpless. And then at one point, I, you know, I, uh, I remember in my, in my, the first company that I worked for, the culture was amazing, but I was dissatisfied with the promotions and the raises that I was getting. I felt that my contribution is much greater than how this system can reward me, right? Uh, so I decided to make a shift, but at that time, you know, I had not developed this. So when I made that shift, 
I landed up in a role where I got better pay, but I was a complete misfit in the culture of that organization. And uh, within six months, I was let go. Uh, and it was not the company's fault, you know. I mean, I had joined them. It was my duty to learn how to fit into their mission. But the way of working was very hierarchical. It was working for them. They were a growing company. Um, whereas in my first company, you know, there was a lot of autonomy. And that's what I enjoyed about the style of working and the culture. But in this second company that I joined, you know, I just felt trapped in the culture. And it's something I came to know only after joining them. So, uh, and when I was fired, I was, you know, it was like my career is flashing before my eyes. Uh, everything I had worked for, you know, the education I had received, the, the money that had been invested in, in, in getting educated, <coughs> all of that was just, it felt like it's all coming to an end. So that is where I used my system because it's much faster. See, the typical job search can take two, three months to identify and find the right position. And then it can take maybe another month or two and sometimes even longer to go through the interviewing process because uh, there will be multiple rounds of interviews and, you know, all of that. So um, I was very dissatisfied with that process. And this is symptom, this, this system was... Uh, attempt to take the power back from the employers and give it to the working professionals, give it to the candidates and the job seekers. Uh, so if you just attend our masterclass, um, you know, you, you will come to understand how this framework works, how it works for every company, every industry, at every level of experience and in every single business function. Um, because the, the, the system is something that applies to those needs that are, you know, present at, at every um, and in all of these areas for an organization. All right. With that, we've come to an end of this episode. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Headquarters, the most comprehensive career podcast dedicated to building exceptional careers. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share this with someone you think would benefit from the ideas and the insights shared on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Castro or Breaker. If you want to learn more about building an extraordinary career for yourself, I invite you to come attend my free Power Up Your Career live workshop. In this workshop, I will teach you the step-by-step -step process of landing your dream job in less than 90 days. The link to register is in the description below and I will see you live at the workshop.